Once you lose someone, you never really get over it. I keep thinking that my brother's death will just fade away. But then at the same time, there's the fear that it will. So I always keep his memory in the back of my mind. Not wanting to lose it and not wanting to have it. So as you might have guessed, I think about that thing a lot too. That horrible cursed piece of machinery that took my brother from us at such a young age. The Uncle Clunk animatronic. After my brother's death, I changed jobs and moved to another city up north where my aunt and uncle lived. I just needed to get away, you know. That led to some lonely years, but at least I was introduced to a few new people through a board game night that I started going to. Two of the people I really connected with, Matt and Grace, became kind of my core group. They loved camping and road trips and stuff, just like I did, so it was a pretty great situation. Although Matt could be kind of a jerk sometimes. You sort of have to take the good with the bad, right? Anyways, about a year ago, they were really wanting me to join them on a road trip to New York City. I thought it sounded like a cool idea, but I wasn't sure how it would be, being stuck with Matt for that length of time. After they twisted my arm about it for a while, though, I pretty much gave in and said I would join. The night we arrived, Grace started going through local subreddits, seeing if she could find interesting, off-the-beaten-path things that locals do there. Most of what we found was pretty lame, but then she came across this post about a small back-alley oddities-type museum, which was just the thing that would get all of our attention, and we basically jumped out of the door to go check it out. We arrived, and it was pretty much everything I expected it would be. A little alleyway between a couple brick buildings, with steam emanating up from the sewer, and water dripping down the opposing wall from the museum entrance. We stepped up onto the stoop, and Matt entered the building. There was a little desk that said, Back Soon, with one of those paper timer signs on it. Next to the sign, there was a drop box that said, $10 donations to enter. So we dropped our $10 bills in and walked through the turnstile ahead of us. Well, all of us except Matt. He just walked in without paying. The place exuded an eerie silence, punctuated only by some old-timey music playing in the speakers from above. It actually was kind of cool, at first. As we ventured further into the museum, there was a section labeled animatronics that we stepped into. Once in there... We encountered display after display of animatronics from different eras and establishments. Some were valuable collectibles, while others were grotesque nightmares, like Laughing Sal, if you've ever seen her before. At the end of the hall, though, we stumbled upon a dimly lit chamber where a mini stage was placed. Surprisingly, an Uncle Clunk was sitting up on it, his white eyes seeming to gaze right through me. All of a sudden, I was back in the day when my brother passed. The fear shook me to my core, and I took a deep breath as I stepped backwards away from the figure. But was it the same one? What were the odds that I encountered it again? Then it suddenly sprung to life, picking up a phone beside it and talking into it. My friends gazed at me as I ran out of the room and went to go wait for them out on the street. 
A couple of minutes later, Grace and Matt exited the building and came to my aid, asking about what happened. No one knew about my history with the animatronic, so they must have been pretty weirded out. Those things are evil. I'm not going back in there, and you guys shouldn't either. I said as Grace put her hand on my back. That's alright, she said. We already paid ten bucks for our tickets, though. I want to see the rest of the place. Matt said, looking at me like I was pathetic. One of those things killed my brother, okay? I bawled, frustrated beyond belief. We will just finish it up real quick, okay? Grace said as she nodded her head slightly. I really don't think you should. Matt chuckled and shook his head as he walked back in. Grace held out her hands and mouthed the words ten minutes and followed him back in as well. I just sat out on the curb, vaping and looking at my phone. I actually kind of started to ponder going back inside. Then I looked at the time and noticed 45 minutes had passed and they were still inside. I messaged them in our group chat and there was no response. I began to feel uneasy as the minutes ticked by. I tried calling Grace, but it went straight to voicemail. Anxiety gnawed at me and I couldn't shake the feeling that something was horribly wrong. Eventually, I pushed open the creaky door to the museum and walked back into the dimly lit animatronics section. The eerie silence hung heavily in the air, broken only by the distant, ghostly strains of music. My footsteps echoed through the hall as I hesitantly approached the chamber where Uncle Clunk was located. When I entered the room, my heart sank. The mini-stage was now empty, and Uncle Clunk was nowhere to be seen. The phone he had picked up earlier lay discarded on the floor, its receiver hanging by a frayed cord. Panic set in as I scanned the room, desperately searching for any sign of them. Guys? Where are you? I called out, my voice trembling. Silence was the only response, and the room seemed to close in on me. I rushed through the rest of the museum, but there was no sign of them anywhere. The unsettling displays now seemed to leer at me with malevolent intent. The animatronics, once quirky and charming, now felt like grotesque abominations. As I turned to exit the museum, I suddenly received a text message. But it wasn't from my group. It was from an unknown number. The message just read, Remember me? With a smiling emoji after it. Dread washed over me as I stared at the ominous message. My mind raced with fear and confusion. I tried to reply, but it said that the sender was not a known number. Desperation pushed me to call the police immediately. Once they arrived, they took my statement and inspected the museum. The authorities couldn't find any clues that explained my friend's sudden disappearance. They questioned the museum's owner, a strange old woman who lived on the second floor of the building, and claimed to have no knowledge of where the two missing people were, although I'm still not sure if I believe her. Days turned into weeks, and there was still no sign of Grace and Matt. I couldn't shake the feeling that they were trapped in some kind of sinister nightmare. 
the police continued their investigation, but it seems like it's just a baffling mystery with no leads. I've been haunted by that fateful day ever since. The memory of my brother's tragic encounter with Uncle Clunk, and now the inexplicable disappearance of my friends, has cast a shadow over my life. Every night I lie awake, wondering if they're still out there, somewhere. Trapped in some kind of ethereal world of demonic horrors. I've dedicated myself to unraveling this mystery. Determined to uncover the truth behind Uncle Clunk's malevolent presence. And what happened to Grace and Matt. The sinister enigma that began with the Uncle Clunk animatronic. May be far from over. But I'm resolved to confront it, no matter where it leads me in the hopes of finally finding closure and bringing an end to this nightmare, once and for all. <laughs>